0: We are, we're recording now. Welcome back, everyone. We got Sandcast, Beach Volleyball with Triborn and our most popular and most regular guests. We got Trevor Crabb, Mr. Guaranteer himself, and the champs, the Fort Lauderdale champs. Of course, you guys knew it before the tournament started. You celebrated a day early, and now you're still in Florida, just hanging out. Congrats, boys.
1: Thanks, homie. Thanks, dude.
2: Appreciate it. It was uh, fun having you as part of the journey.
0: It was fun being on the journey.
1: I was, definitely, we definitely should have dropped a set. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. That. Just the minor Chocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, that once we went down 1918, I was like, damn it.
1: <laughs> you a four, five point lead, and then you're down one. It's, it's over. By if, yeah, that one feels like like three at that point if, yeah.
0: yeah it might as well have been 10. it did make me feel better throughout the week watching every other team blow massive leads like oh, watching yeah. uh watching Hayden and logan go up seven nothing in That's the quarterfinals cool. to the Taylors.
1: yeah <laughs> and we, and then we blew we blew our first set lead against two and Kane. we were up 15 yeah. 10 they came back and tied it up at like 18 or something so yeah was,
0: yeah it was across the board, like guys, blue leads, girls, blue leads. So even though we did it first, it was like, all right, this makes me feel a little bit better.
2: <laughs> yeah. It didn't feel like it was that much good side, bad side no. necessarily. Yeah. But uh, it was still a lot of runs for some reason. Yeah.
0: Port Lauderdale was funky. I've never seen a beach that like peaked its wind at nine in the morning and then slowly like came down from there. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then as the the day goes on, you know, it gets hotter and then the wind dies down a little. So it changes a little bit. But I mean, the conditions are pretty, pretty tough overall. You know, one of the tougher spots to play in, that's for sure, with the heat and wind.
0: I thought it was a sweet spot, though. I I like them stopping in Fort Lauderdale.
1: The spot's
2: great. Yeah. No, for sure. We've had a, a few over my years, we've probably, there's probably been like four or five events there between major series.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, the Cuervo was there when I first, that was my first AVP ever. Was oh, there. really? We just blitzed out there, <laughs> lost one match in the quality and then just partied. <laughs> but no, I like Fort Lauderdale. I think it's a great stop and you can tell the fans are a little more knowledgeable about volleyball and about us and uh, they just kind of know who we are, and, you know, yeah. like real volleyball fans out here in Florida.
0: Yeah. I liked it, especially, you know, compared to some of the other stops on tour. I was like, it's good to see fans Mm -hmm. out there in the heat. They showed up. I I was, I was uh, pretty stoked on Fort Lauderdale. Yeah.
1: Well, it's nice when you got the beach there too. So yeah. Up in the water and it's nice and good sand. Sand was nice. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, Trev, we, we got to talk about the guarantee. Mm -hmm. Um, why, why guarantee this one? Uh, especially because I think your your guys' last match in Espino is maybe some of the worst I'd seen you play <laughs> in your <the> partnership, uh, <laughs> and then to guarantee brutal. it right after that, I was like, bold move. Yeah, <laughs> that's brutal. And we we had
1: just beat the match before that Australia, so we were feeling pretty good. You know, we played pretty good and uh, had a nice big win. It was a close close game with them, uh, so we felt pretty good going into the Italy game, and then just shit hit the fans. It was was tragic. I couldn't do anything right. Um, And it's not like they played out of their minds. They were just, you know, playing how they normally play. So that was, that was pretty rough. Um, But yeah, I mean, just, uh, just felt time to, time to do that, you know, felt like the right time and like, give us the extra little, um, boost that we needed, whatever you want to call it, confidence boost or swag that we needed. Um, yeah.
0: When you when you slap a guarantee down, do you feel extra pressure on yourself, or is it, or are you just like, all right, now's go time?
1: Uh, so I do feel extra pressure, but not nearly as much as I did the first time I did it. Yeah, <laughs> the first time it was a lot of pressure, <laughs> um, and then the next two times it was a little less, but still, it still adds another element of pressure for sure. Um, but that, you know, can make you uh, – that can either hurt you or it can make you focus in uh, more, and that's what it did for us.
0: Yeah. Well, I think, I, I think you guys are a totally different team when you have a sense of urgency. I think right. – like, you can date that back to as far as 2019 world champs, like when you guys were down 14-11 to Andre and George, and all yeah. of a sudden you're a totally different team. Yeah. And then you go, like, Olympic qualifying, Cancun. You guys could barely stand – and you beat Jake and Taylor to stay in the race. Yeah. I mean, even in Hermosa, you guys go down like 1411 to Dietrich and Hagen, find a way to keep the ball alive. Sure. And then against us, when you guys came out of the technical, or not the technical, <clears throat> the timeout at 1814, and then try just Yahtzee's two aces, it was like, great. The, <clears throat> the boys woke up. <laughs> How do you channel that sense of urgency? How do we channel
2: it more often? That's the question.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I think, mean, I think we're guaranteed now that probably produces a little bit.
2: No, for sure. Uh, I mean, I think as you get later in your career too, where it's like, you've just played so many matches, you really have to like manufacture the pressure and the sense of urgency more and more. So I think if you get a little complacent with it in terms of just being focused and like energized about what, what you're doing there, then you can kind of just be there just to be there and, see what happens mode. And then by the time, you know, by the time you snap out of it, sometimes it's too late.
0: Yeah. And try when, when Trev throws down a guarantee, does he warn you before he does it? Or are you just like, Oh, great.
2: <laughs> well, we, all, we all hear it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's a gnarly thing. So I kind of like it just cause it's like, all right. I like to say that I, I'll rise up to the challenge. You know, I don't want to be the type of player that, that, um, gets crippled by that kind of thing. So I, I like the challenge. I think it's hilarious. So it's like, and now we know that they're spontaneous. They're not like he's thinking about it. Yeah. And like we saw on the mic it was just like, and another guarantee. <laughs> it
1: was like get just
2: quick, take the mic away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if there was no
1: mic that maybe the Atlanta guarantee wasn't going to happen. It was the Sherman era. The Sherman
0: <laughs> That was one of the funniest post-match interviews. It's hilarious to compare your guys' post-match interviews with like a, like a Came and Theo where Theo's just sort of like making fun of himself the whole time. You're like, it was over before it started. Don't know why anybody even bothered showing up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I had, to, I had to get involved in that one a little. He, he kind of teed me I up. I liked it. I liked it. But I usually leave it to Trev. He didn't even show up to our party. Yeah, I wasn't party. there.
1: I wasn't there. <laughs> it sounded up. like a good one.
0: <laughs> it did sound good.
1: But Cam and Theo showed up. Oh, did they? This guy was the only one that wasn't there in the finals.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> How was the player party, though? Good for you guys for bringing him back.
1: Yeah, it was uh, actually a good turnout. I mean, uh, a, f- a bunch of the players came, um, and then a bunch of fans uh, and locals just kind of showed up. It was like probably ha- close to 100 people, like kind of rolled through. Um, Solid. Awesome. We had our own little private room, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, all thanks to Jess, the agent.
0: Jess, so the I agent.
1: Wine, <laughs> wine bar, wine, wine garden. There we go. Yeah, it was it was fun.
0: Yeah. How late did, did people, did anybody who was still in it stay out late? Or did you just have a couple of drinks and call it? Yes. Yeah. I, oh, I left
1: early. Um, so I don't know how late <laughs> the latest one was there. But, um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you that. Dude, we can, we had Naya
2: um, out pretty late the night before and like she just wouldn't go to sleep. Really? We need to start bedtime at at least seven tonight so that she can get to sleep by nine. Yeah, she just doesn't want to go to sleep. I was like, if we get
0: back, or if I get back late, it's just recipe for disaster. Yeah, at least you guys had a late, late match on Sunday. Exactly. No. Uh, yeah. Sunday. You had a later time on Sunday, uh, so you could sleep yeah. in, even if you, yeah, did. exactly. I you didn't.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was just like, just any little bit of. Being more exhausted or dehydration for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and take it.
0: Dude, that, uh, it, it impacted people there. A couple people have flown back out of California before Atlanta, which I think is kind of crazy. And they're like taking a couple days off because of heat exhaustion. Did you watch the women's finals? Uh, the end of it. Dude, so Julia Scholes in the middle of the technical timeout, cameras on her, just starts peering everywhere. Oh, and uh, the camera the camera just wouldn't turn away from her so she's throwing up like the whole technical timeout comes set? out uh-huh second set. You know?
2: second set second set, second set. And, they won the
0: first. and they won the first they're down like 12-9 in the second so I'm thinking that Julia's probably just gonna conserve some energy comes out like hits three options in a row still jump serving <laughs> this is crazy oh she <laughs> has got like a heat kind of like a heat stroke thing or I think like heat exhaustion yeah Get like oh. that dizziness, nausea. A lot of people got that in Atlantic City. Every, Pretty much everyone who played pretty well or made it far in Atlantic City just shit the bed in Fort Lauderdale because everyone was just fried. Uh, interesting. <laughs> or had blisters. Like Kelly Reeves is just starting to practice again because the blisters on her feet are starting to heal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many sets we played compared to like the rest of the team since we didn't drop
0: a set and we stayed in the winners. I mean, you guys played what, 10? Uh, Ten, yeah, and Cam and Theo only lost one set before you guys. Yeah, right. So they don't, they played one one play. extra set. Yeah, but if if the Taylors had lost to Logan and Hayden I, I don't think Logan would have been able to finish. Oh,
1: dude, he couldn't even stand up to uh help his guy out for the fight. I guess he was sitting in the sand by the net, just looking lost. It was pretty funny. I was
2: like, I remember my Haydn days when he would set me on two and my legs are gone already. Yeah. Like, wow. Ah, you might want to take this one, Hayden.
0: <laughs> I was looking at the stats and Logan had like 60 more attacks than anyone else going into Sunday. Yeah. In that heat. That's crazy. Yeah. Six nine guy. But since since the topic's up, Trev, if you want to shed a little light on the uh the shoving match between Hayden and and your brother at the end of that one well
1: taylor i mean decided to you know go after senior citizen so <laughs> it's, it's not really a fair fight you got the bug going against the senior citizen like I <laughs> don't know who's gonna win that um yeah maybe he was just trying to be like big bro a little too much and talking A little too much trash but yeah because it it initiated with
2: hayden and uh sander a little bit i could actually hear it on the live stream and
1: then bug was like big brothering big taylor yeah and and taylor uh sander he likes to talk a little bit too so yeah um, that that combo right there is uh for for hayden um probably didn't go over so well um but yeah i mean i think uh (laughs) i mean i love to see it and i think a lot of the players loved it and even some fans too um yeah
2: i think uh hayden's in the point of his career where he's like
1: obviously not winning all the
2: matches he wants to or used to and yeah he's just like i'm not gonna take any shit from these kids like <laughs> they can talk but i'm talking back <laughs> he's definitely at that point point. and uh i think it's hilarious you said something to Heiden. During our match too, and he called us in he's like, You freaking in sync mother effers. Oh,
0: I love it. Cause now now when there's a rematch and there's definitely gonna be a rematch, oh, that yeah. match has so much more intrigue now. So I love that there's a little trash talk. There's some rivalries forming on tour. Yeah. I think on the guy's side, like you guys and came and Theo are, are the best rivalry. Um just because, like in terms of international race, you guys are one two. You guys always play against each other in all the AVPs. And now we got another one between the Taylors and Hayden and Logan, at least for the next couple of events till Hayden bows out. But yeah,
2: that's healthy.
0: We need it. The sport needs
2: when, it. When's one of the girls gonna start getting chippy? Yeah, we need <laughs> it. <of> <laughs> well,
0: it was crazy watching uh six out of the eight semifinalists went to USC. Yeah, that's insane. And then Three out of the four in the finals uh, lived together. So Tina, Haley, and Julia on their during their senior year at uh, USC, they all lived together. They're all roommates. It's like this is crazy. So and then yet then you had Dane on the call, so he he didn't have to do any extra research for that one.
2: Right, that's true. That's hilarious. But yeah, I think us, us Trojans seriously,
0: it's taken over on the women's side.
2: We didn't even have beach courts
1: there when I was there. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah. The college games affected it, you know, majorly. Oh, in yeah. a good way. So. Yeah.
0: It was crazy to think that three out of the four in the finals were playing in college this year. Like, that's how good college beach volleyball is. Right.
2: Yeah. I'm glad that the guys don't have college beach volleyball. In that sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Gina back in a final. It's been a minute for her. It's, it's fun to see her playing well again. Has she gotten one yet? She's been in a handful of finals. No, she hasn't won one yet. She's been in, I think, that's her third or fourth final.
2: Yeah. That's rough. Have your partner thrown up after winning the
0: first set. And still, she still played pretty dang good, too. That third set was tough, though. We're gonna pause here for a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors. And Try and I are so stoked to partner up with Athletic Greens. Now, I traveled more than 82,000 miles last year playing beach volleyball, and Try put us well over the 100,000 mile mark for the whole Sandcast family, and neither of us got sick a single time. All right, we were competing and traveling from February through November. And not one of us so much as sneezed. And obviously, there are a lot of factors in that. But the biggest common denominator that we both swear by, that we start our day with every single day, is Athletic Greens. It is our one-stop-shop vitamin supplement that we bring on the road everywhere. And it is so delicious. All right, a lot of the green supplements I've taken, it tastes like you've basically taken a fistful of dirt and earth, put it in a blender, mixed it up, and then you just chugged it down. This is not the case with Athletic Greens. It is delicious, and it is packed with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It is delicious, and it works. All right, I swear, last year was the healthiest I have ever been. I give enormous credit to Athletic Greens for that. And my partner, Adam Roberts, he actually started getting sold on Athletic Greens, so much so that he actually started getting it for his parents. Uh, we cannot recommend it enough. It, it's a great price, honestly. It's less than 3 bucks a day, which if you are taking multiple supplements, you're going to be paying more than 3 bucks a day anyway, so you might as well. Just get the one-stop shop for all your nutritional needs with Athletic Greens. That's actually how the company was founded. So the founder was spending over a 100 bucks a day in vitamin supplements, and he decided to just found his own. And now we're on the, the 51st or 52nd iteration of Athletic Greens, and it is so good. And it is beloved by... Athletes and high performers everywhere. I I actually was uh, led to Athletic Greens by the Tim Ferriss podcast, and then Joe Rogan also has it on his podcast. And between those two, you have ninety percent of the high performers in the world, and now they're here on Sandcast, keeping the boys healthy. Uh, So right now, for you, it's it's not just for athletes; it is for everyday people. Okay, and to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free and I'm going to say it again, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free, again, free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sandcast, all right? That is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We are fired up on this partnership. We only work with partners that we absolutely love, and Athletic Greens is one of them. Cannot recommend it enough. This podcast is also brought to you by, as always, our good friends at Wilson Volleyball. They make the absolute best balls in the game, hands down, no question. And guess what? We're going to be using a lot of Wilson Volleyballs this year because if you have not seen the AVP schedule, it is packed. Whether it's AVP America or just the AVP, which has the most events since 2008, 2009, I believe we got 16 AVPs, 16, and then we have another probably dozen or so AVP next, and AVP America is just full, and we are just gonna be playing with Wilson volleyballs from now until November, guys. So get some Wilson volleyballs as you can get 20% off using our discount code Sandcast-20. All right, that is sandcast-20 to get 20% off all Wilson products. So if you need a bag, if you need a cart, if you need balls, I recommend the balls and the bags. They make great bags too. Go to wilsonvolleyball.com and use our discount code sandcast-20. And let's see you guys on the beach. With season coming up, Try and I have started releasing a weekly newsletter, the Beach Volleyball Digest, which is just curating all of the top beach volleyball news from around the world. We got Volleyball World, the McKibbons are doing stuff, Volleyball Magazine's putting out stuff. I just started writing for AVP America. Kim Smith over at AVP is putting out a lot of content and we are basically just taking all of that and putting it into one big email newsletter. So if you ever miss any news, we got you covered. So if you want to get on that newsletter, head over to SandcastVolleyball.com and on the sidebar, there's an easy sign-up form. We would love to have you join the newsletter. It's not just Sandcast News. It is literally all the beach news, snow volleyball, grass volleyball, whatever's happening in the world of volleyball, we got you covered. So head over to sandcastvolleyball.com to get your beach news today. How, how's it feel for you guys to get back on top of the podium? There are no podiums on the AVP, but metaphorically, you're back on top.
2: Yeah. It was pretty damn good. Uh, I mean, been playing for like how many years? We still only have a handful of wins. Yeah. Well, we've been together like four years but now. I think. We also like, haven't
1: played in many. If <laughs> you yeah. think about yeah, it, probably played in like three, in, like, three in 2020, three in last year. So yeah. six in those two years of COVID or whatever. And then, yeah, I mean, we, it seems like it's been forever since we are back in the final, but it's only been technically... It was only two tournaments, Austin and Hermosa, since Chicago, which we were in the finals in. How yeah. you know? many so, have we played in those three years?
0: You've played um, nine?
1: We've only played in nine since... Oh, wow. So that makes the the three sound three a lot better.
0: So you've yeah. won 33% of the AVPs you've played together.
2: <laughs> yeah. but I feel like Jake Gibbs, like, you know,
1: 33-time winner and 34-time winner, yeah. like... Dude, it helps we haven't year. played in 34. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he was playing an average of what, like 12 to 15 a year. And yeah. Get, last couple of years, we've had three. Yeah. So that was... That's and then I missed real. two years before that.
0: Yeah. So percentage-wise, you guys are pretty dang good.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but not, you definitely want to get those AVP wins on your resume. So getting one now, still fairly early in the year. Like we're right before the halfway mark, I guess.
0: Yeah. And what's crazy is that the year's even longer now. That they there's Navy P in December.
1: I know what the hell. Kind of <laughs> That's a bit weird.
0: <laughs> That's a late yeah. one.
1: I'm gonna be fresh off some pokeballs into that one.
0: Well, I was yeah. wondering, are you guys gonna try to yeah. do all the November uh, yeah, world tournaments? To you yet. Yeah. I don't
1: think we know. Get through the AVPs first. Yeah,
0: yeah because all the teams no, are going to do perfect. like the Rio, the Cape Town, Australia, Australia. That they, They'd be like thriving.
1: That's such a gnarly schedule.
0: Yeah. Yeah. would be crazy.
1: Travel-wise. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty stoked that my birthday weekend opened up now. No more Atlantic City so we can just go to Vegas now.
0: <laughs> you go to the real Atlantic City yeah. to Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's pretty unanimous that the players are probably stoked that there's no more Atlantic City. Yeah. I just
1: don't. I'm just kind of upset that it's that far late you know why not just have it like october or something yeah nothing
0: else but whatever yeah well florida i feel like it wanted to take a minute to get the sponsors ready or like to get any sponsors like for an event in october just to set it up but at least florida's a sweet spot i'm glad they're having another spot there even if it is that
1: time of year isn't too hot there either i played that we both will, you showed up and got COVID and couldn't play, but, <laughs> but <laughs> being beach there, so
0: we play. Tough history.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but yeah. <laughs> well, so now we have uh, more weirdness on our schedule because the ABP finals is before the last event. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be called or like the prestige of that one now, but
1: yeah. It's and, like and the AVP uh, player banquet party will be you know, a Christmas party now,
2: or <laughs> <laughs> before the last event. <laughs> yeah, if they even have it.
0: Yeah, it's a scramble. The whole year is a scramble. Yeah. Were you guys like, were you at all concerned with how the year had gone up to this point, or did you know that like it was sort of a matter of time before things started? getting going in the right direction again?
2: Um, We, I mean, we both had talked about it um, and kind of both felt like it was it's a matter of time kind of thing. But, you know, it it gets a little nerve-wracking when it's taking longer than you think or thought and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, definitely we're looking at it like, all right, when's it going to click? Um, but now it's like, it clicked, but you got to maintain it, you know, you don't want to click back or anything. So just kind of staying in that same zone where we're
1: at and trying
2: to maintain. Would you say that?
0: Go ahead, Jeff.
1: I was going to say, I think obviously our coaching change had a big, uh, factor. Yeah. more than we thought it was going to have. (laughs) Um, yeah they're just Jose and Landro. Obviously Landro was working with us before as our assistant, but as a head coach, you know, it's totally different and they're two totally different kind of styles of coaching, you know? Um, so just having to buy into a new style and kind of get used to that was a, a big change. And um, yeah. And then not having uh, a coach on the road for all those international events was, was tough. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's going great now, obviously.
0: Yeah. Would you say, is Fort Lauderdale, you think, the best you've played in a tournament? Or do you think Manhattan or even, I mean, World Champs 2019, I thought you guys played pretty dang good. Yeah,
2: World Champs, oh, we played pretty good. I don't think it was like, wow, we're playing the best volleyball ever. We were just yeah. kind of like grinding it out more than any team. Yeah. It wasn't like some insane, like, wow, this is like perfection kind of
1: Yeah. Vibe. I think I played the best uh, with Reed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and Reed. Played.
2: 2019.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and be well, one time he didn't play with me,
2: he played well. <laughs> you <laughs> have to do it. <laughs> it probably weird, though. Uh, Just like the honeymoon fans and Reed. Where yeah. With
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who else was... Played, oh yeah like uh yeah the honeymoon thing is for real like and you can look at andy and phil oh for you sure know? and then even casey and phil it's like a big factor in that i was just coming with a new guy and having like zero expectations and no one knows your style yet your playing style you're still trying to figure it out
0: yeah and you guys won the first tournament you ever played together right yeah. out in kinjo yeah
2: and then, exactly yeah
0: and then fourth in vegas so the honeymoon it's real yeah do you think that winning almost puts you back in like a honeymoon type mindset where it's just like we're cruising now
2: um maybe a, a version of it yeah i don't know honeymoon's phase is a little different because uh, there's just no pressure and you're also trying to figure out a lot of stuff and not really like judging anything that's not right or perfect whereas like now we like have a plan in place and we want to do things a certain way. And obviously you're not trying to judge yourself and be too perfect, but we have more like, we have a lot more intention than a, a new team at this point. Yeah, And I think like Trev said, to me, a lot of it comes down to the new coaching. This was the first event where I really could hear Leandro and like be in my zone, but also execute on what he was telling us and like trusting it. Uh, we literally haven't had him at practice before this previous few weeks. And then Hermosa was the first time without many practices. And he, as an assistant, he's quiet. Like he's a really mm-hmm. good assistant to Jose and does everything he wants. Now it's just completely different. And, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, was the first time, like, he really like seemed like he was very confident and um, it was just easy to listen to him.
0: Yeah. That's a tough spot for Leandro. Cause he probably doesn't want to try to be Jose, even though he'd been working he with Jose for, for so all. long.
2: He doesn't uh you can't emulate Jose. No, he yeah. tried
0: to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm even like I think I've told feel well, too, like, yeah, like it can be louder or yell at us more, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's he not it's not the same. He
0: doesn't <laughs> <laughs> That's good that you've like kind of settled in with Leandro because jose was such a good coach for you guys i think you know i don't think like leandro and jose are all that different in terms of like their way they run a practice but their energy is so crazy different like jose is just like constantly yelling and screaming he's like dripping sweat in two minutes
1: <laughs> you yeah, know leandro's a little more cerebral you know and, yeah um less energy he sees the
2: game really he's really smart like i don't know if- I don't know if I had a coach that sees it quite as like strategically well as him. Yeah. He, he was really smart in his own way too. But just everyone's just different. It's it's pretty cool to study new coaches um, and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Well, try. This is like the first year, one of the first and only years of your entire beach career that you haven't. It's not Olympic qualifying. Yeah. Have you felt like any? like pressure lift or is this like, is it any more relaxed than before where you're like, okay, we can pump the brakes. Not every tournament is crazy important.
2: Yeah. I didn't think about it too much. Uh, We definitely had a intention to like enjoy things a little more this year. And I think, you know, it's possible that maybe that um, had a little bit to do with like slow start to the year. Just like, all right, let's just see what happens and have fun with it. Whereas like the last few years, it's just like, Intense, mm-hmm. you know, uh, sense of urgency, like you said, and then showing up to events, whereas like this whole point thing and the money's not that high, and it just yeah, it was, I think it was harder to get into the sense of urgency when like last year we we're playing for Manhattan, and I, I went to the Olympics, like it was just like you know, Cancun was insane pressure every time we stepped on the yeah. court, insane. Uh, so the sense of urgency you kind of just like a little more numb. When you walk out and um but I think I've snapped out of that, by yeah, because now. now it's like embarrassing, you know, like when you're playing so much below, below the level where you think you belong and should be playing, it's like now I do have a sense of urgency because <laughs> something's on the line, you know your season's right. on the yeah, and so you want to snap out of it early, and luckily, we're still early in the eightp season, yeah, it's not the third and the seventh's like all that bad, but right. We don't like sevens. That's for sure.
0: Right. And it's crazy that it's August and we're early in the AVP season. That's a little, so different from years past.
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. It's just every year has been different. Literally. There's never been like just the tours. We know what's going to happen and when we're going to play. Yeah. It's just not a
0: thing. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are, you're in Florida right now and heading up to Atlanta. Now Trev, now the, the emotions of winning, they're they're gone a little bit. Are you doubling down on your on your guarantee that you gave to Mark Schuerman, or you're gonna oh, back yeah. off a little bit?
1: I never back out on a bet.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> love it.
1: Unless unless I'm in Vegas and uh my bet's on the table and I can still move it. I
0: don't a quick round. Yeah. Lena, that'll be a good one. I mean gold series.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: now we're starting the Gold Series, so sense of urgency. I mean, these three events are back-to-back-to-back, to back to back and they, are, they will dictate the season, really,
0: um, and definitely the Phoenix event. Yeah. Do you guys, like – I mean, you guys are confident, pretty confident players as it is, but does winning – did that, like, sort of return you to your normal level of confidence, or is it, like, are you back even higher than before?
1: I think winning always, you know, improves confidence no matter what, um, you know, whether it's a, like winning at a lower level event or even a higher, a big event, uh, winning can just, you know, help change things in the better direction um, in terms of like, you know, just your mindset. Um, so, yeah, you always, winning is, just, uh, winning is a lot better than losing. That's what i can say. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Do you think anything changed like on the court about your guys' games or was it more of like a mental thing that, that clicked?
1: I mean, we did change a few things, like uh, like our offense a little bit, yeah. um, some <laughs> defensive schemes. Um, so I think it was a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Seemed to work out for the best. Things are coming together. It's good to see you boys back on top, even if uh, you had to roll over me to start it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I didn't want that to be uh, the topic of conversation. <laughs> and then every fan episode, they keep asking questions about it. You maybe make an alias and throwing
0: some
1: yeah. Dude, we didn't want to lose to a writer and a plumber.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do it. That was a fun match, though. I was glad it was at least like a, a good show. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So hopefully I'll see you guys again in Manhattan.
2: Yeah, exactly. What's on your
0: schedule? Uh, nothing. I'm skipping Seaside, commentating Hamburg instead because um, Seaside's far, it's expensive, and that was my so that was my 18th tournament of the year, Fort Lauderdale, and my sixth straight. So I was like, I'm going to take a timeout.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <bro. laughs> so yeah.
0: to Manhattan. So it's Manhattan, and then uh, Virginia Beach, um, and then. Nothing in Chicago? nothing till um, Florida. Oh, yeah. no, you can't get into Chicago because right because seaside. oh, seaside's right. the qualifier. Ah, oh,
1: got it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, oh, Laguna Beach. You play? Uh,
0: I forgot about Laguna. When is Laguna? Do you know?
1: The week after Chicago.
0: Okay, probably play Laguna then. Yeah. Are you guys doing Laguna?
1: I want to. I just looked at it now that. I mean, I've already won it, so yeah, I've won it too.
0: The tournament's already over, so (laughs) it's gonna be more of like a golf
1: outing at the ranch, and then just go play down, spend some time down there. That's fun.
0: That would be a good time to do uh, to do our little series. Um, If the Taylors are gonna play, me, you, creams, the Taylors get a little golf match in, a little Laguna in.
2: Yeah. Maybe you make a bet that combines the golf and the volleyball.
0: Yep. Now your, we're talking.
2: The aggregate from the two. Yeah. i yeah. got so sets one, holes
0: one. Now we're talking. We'll, well We'll fine-tune that before it comes up. There we go. Good stuff. Good stuff, boys. Well, congrats again on the win. Trev, I know you wanted to keep it nice and short and sweet. So short yeah. and sweet it is. Yeah, a a Brazilian barbecue sweet, on yeah, the grill man, right now. of oh, boy. Go get some of that picanha.
2: Yep, exactly.
0: All right, we'll go get a guaranteed win number two in Atlanta. I'll be watching from afar. Actually, no, I'll be playing my first six-man.
1: Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Setting for Rosie. (laughs) You'll be watching from (laughs) shellback. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good stuff.
0: All right, guys. Good catching up.
2: Yeah, we'll see you on the Victory Podcast next week.
0: Next week it is. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Later. Later, money. Shoots, boys. Shoots.